So, you know, I, and I'll, I'll admit, I think it's important to say this. When I first went out, the distribution was centered around what I thought an investor wanted to hear. Not necessarily what I knew my gut said was the right approach. That's changed. All right. So I'm excited today to have Jason Wooten on. He is the CEO and co-founder at Motion Auto. Welcome, Jason. Thanks, Josh. Thanks. So why don't we jump into it right away? And if you could just maybe tell us a little bit about your background. I know you've got a pretty extensive uh, history in the insurance industry and in insure tech. And so maybe tell us a little bit more about your path and how that took you to Motion. Yeah, for sure. So I, I, this is all I know is insurance in one capacity or another. So I started, uh, I think I can safely say now, 20 years ago uh, as a farmer's agent here in Salt Lake City. Sold the agency to uh, a good friend of mine who started at the same time I did there. And I went off and joined a relatively, we'll, we'll call it a, a new startup that had been around for a while. Um, it was a comparative rater called Quomation. Uh, I think I was a third or fourth hire there. After that wrapped up, I spent about the next four to five years doing a lot of consulting work. I did consulting all over the industry for a wide breadth of carriers, MGAs, um, early, early, early insured tax. So I've got some crazy stories of working with the guys um, at Coverham um, and helping them get carrier appointments. And there were some just really fun stories there of trying to convince uh, chairmans and executives that the Internet wasn't a fad. That, uh, that this was going to work. Um, and in that, I uh, got acquainted with an old old friend that I'd known, uh, enjoyed a company called Lead Cloud. Lead Cloud was fantastic, was there for several years, and we ended up uh, selling the organization to National General, and that's the time I split off and started Motion Auto. So, you know, as it pertains to Motion itself, maybe, maybe you could tell us a little bit more about the company and kind of how it fits into the insurance and the insure tech landscape yeah for sure so motion auto we're a personal lines auto mga auto insurance mga you know the advantage with with motion was is we're, we're not the first to come out and do telematics though we are a little unique in that uh, i've kind of coined the term because i don't have any other term and no one else has used that we're fully telematic meaning that we're using telematics um, and new business where applicable and at each renewal cycle. And, it, and it's both ways, right? We discount and surcharge off that. So we're heavily relying on telematics in our modeling. And what we were really you know, set out to do and we are doing is we weren't looking at just disrupting or changing or advancing whatever fancy word you want to use for the day. We were looking to really look at the whole value chain, right? There were inefficiencies all the way across. And I think just my own philosophy was I didn't really want to come in here and say we're going to be a marketing animal and just do it better than everyone. We're going to be an underwriting animal, do it better. We were we had to do it all. Um, so it was an over, you know, some days it was a great decision. Some days I just wanted to run off a cliff, <laughs> uh, you know, as, as I question what on earth have I done here. But, you know, that's where we're at. And that's where we're, we're pretty heads down on tackling what we know here in that auto insurance world using telematics. Uh, as we as we kind of expand through the U.S., you know the MGA model. Um, I'm not suggesting it's easy by any means, but it it, it does seem to be, you know, a, a, a pretty popular way to try to get to market quickly. And can can you maybe um, provide a little bit more more detail on that? And is there any particular area where you think you have a a secret sauce? And 
you know, any any particular pros or cons you've you, you've kind of hit on in taking that path? Yeah, I mean, so when we came in, we had some experience. The team is very, very experienced in the space. This isn't our first rodeo in the world of insurance, right? So I wasn't looking for kind of the off-the-shelf approach that some of the guys out there have, and some of them are good, dear friends of mine, but I didn't really want to, what I was really looking for is saying, hey, I just need fronting and let's go negotiate reinsurance led us to our own devices. We know enough to be dangerous. Um, so, you know, you kind of, if you look at the different things, you're going to say, okay, you know, obviously distribution's a big one, and we approach that pretty differently. I think we're, you know, without giving away too much of the secret sauce in the distribution models, I, I came from a multifaceted background. So, you know, I, and I'll, I'll admit, I think it's important to say this. When I first went out, the distribution was centered around what I thought an investor wanted to hear. Not necessarily what I knew my gut said was the right approach. That's changed. And so what that means for us is we're agnostic. Um, I think there's a lot of focus on you got to be fully digital or you've got to be fully this channel or fully that channel. I, you know, not to, to be fairly blunt, but it is blunt. I don't really care, right? As long as the, the acquisition costs are in line and the loss ratio looks decent, we can acquire any channel, whether that's direct or through agents or, you know, through a bank or a credit union or whatever it might be, a dealership, an OEM. It really comes down to the customer, right? Where does the customer feel the most comfortable to, to buy an insurance policy? Um, you know, sometimes I think those of us in the insurance industry and in tech sometimes forget there are customers behind all this. Um, they still view this as a financial product and it's, you know, it's intimidating to a lot of them of, did I choose the right thing or not the right thing? So, you know, you go where they're comfortable, um, is how we've kind of approached the distribution. We've built that out. Some of my past experiences allowed us to be very unique in our distribution model, um, and how we approach that, how we work with our integrations and our partners. So we can offer a wide breadth of different technological solutions, depending on what they feel comfortable with and their technical capabilities. I think one of the things I noticed when I did a lot of consulting was how siloed big carriers really are. And it, maybe it's not to their own fault per se. It just becomes that way, right? Underwriting stays in their lane, marketing in their lane uh, and so forth. Tech does their thing. And I, absolutely did not want that to have happen in, in my organization. Um, everything needs to be very fluid and working efficiently back and forth, which ultimately, right, I mean, at the end of the day, as a, as a company, um, loss ratio and expense ratios are the two biggest drivers of the business. And so how do you efficiently worry about those two things? And you can't, you know, especially at this, you know, early stages, you can't silo those off. Everybody's got to be in sync. So, so when you talk about... Um fully telematic um can can you explain that more and 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 what differentiates you there we had a lot of it visions everybody does when you start a, a new company right you're going to go out and you're going to just you're going to take over the world and change everything uh you know you need to temper that back a little bit and realize that there's steps to get to that but one of the things that we've always kept there was we were going to use telematics in its full capacity and that meant what you tend to see is a lot of people using telematics for discounting to retain their best drivers. Um, and everybody's experimenting. I mean, I think at the end of the day, we're all learning how powerful telematics can be in multiple areas of an organization, not just underwriting. Um, we came in and said, hey, look, we don't have a book of business I have to worry about. We're not an incumbent carrier. We, we've got a fresh, clean slate. 
let's do it this way. And that is, if we can get data at new business and use that to create these driver profiles and scores, let's do it. Um, we know we'll have it at renewal, so we can use it again at renewal to start effectively doing that, right? And the, and the end result is saying telematics is unbelievable data. It starts to move away from the old proxy data that we've used as an industry for 100 years into using real-time data feeds and points to help us understand what consumers are doing in a car, how they're responding to different environments around them um, in different areas. Um, and so when we think, when we say fully telematic, that's what it means is every, you know, really every renewal cycle, we're digging deeper and deeper with that telematics to effectively hit and adjust rates based on that particular driving pattern that we've seen. Have you had any cultural issues around sort of the balance of traditional actuarial science and what you're trying to do with the telematics and, and data science? And, and, you know, from a leadership point of view, have you taken a particular approach to that? I think there's a lot of people that are traditional actuaries and the actuarial sciences that are very intrigued by data science, right? I, I think they kind of one, in a way, they kind of go hand in hand, right? I mean, as time goes on, data science becomes crucial for when you're pulling in, in massive quantities of data. It's a, it's a little bit of a different skill set where an actuarial science is trying to make sense of that data related to risk. Um, I think internally, we've done a really good job of balancing that. I think we all internally agree, especially in that side of the house here at Motion, that yeah, look, telematics is incredible. Um, the trick is, is how do we correlate that back to risk and how do we you know, correlate that to factors that we put into a rating algorithm that makes sense? It's really trying to help the consumer understand what on earth they're paying for, right? Our industry has done such a great job of becoming so nebulous sometimes that most people are just, you know, it's my own father. Uh, insurance is that necessary evil. I don't want to admit that my son's in insurance because I hate insurance, but everybody has it, right? Whereas what we really want to do is go back to the consumer and say, look, this is why you have it. If your rate goes up, this is why, and we can clearly say this. If it goes down, this is why. That's where telematics paired with actuarial sciences become so powerful for the consumer, right? They start to understand what they're actually paying for. Um, they pay a lot into auto insurance through their lifetime. It's a big expense over the life of, a, of an adult in America. You know, let's help them understand what they're paying for rather than just trying to say, hey, pay this and don't ask questions. So one last question, and then I'll let you go. So you've obviously, you know, worked at a few different innovative companies and things that we're trying to do business in new ways, but as someone who is not a technologist by training and having some quants and other folks like that working for you, you know, again, from a leadership point of view, how, how, how do you handle that and, and how, how do you kind of make sure you're leading the ship in the right direction? Yeah, man, I, I think as a CEO, it's an interesting role. Um, you know, one side of it, it's a very lonely little world sometimes where we sit, right? People don't understand the hours and the time that you work. I think on the flip side of it, the way that I tend to manage that is uh, I get I get on with them. You know, I tend to go around the office or even virtually, and I just have one-on-ones with people, five, 10 minutes, what's going on? Not about work, just who are you? Um, you know, what can I do to make your life better? I don't need to know everything that they're, they're doing, right? My job is to, to be way out in front of the pack and try to, you know, steer the ship, so to speak, at a higher level. 
Um, but getting to know these guys, right? Building, we very much run by a philosophy that it's a family here. Um, you know, when we started the business, family was crucial to us. Uh, we both, you know, me and my co-founder have been in businesses where family was not important to us. It's incredibly important. We've had some, you know, very hard days with with uh, things that have happened that you just don't think will ever happen. You have great days and celebrations. You have people who cry with you. You cry with them. Um, so I think it's being real, right? Um, I'm no different than you. Um, I'm taking on a big chunk of risk. But I'm going to fight for you and your family and hope that it's there. And, you know, and you just hope that comes across to the employees that I, I do care. Um, I don't understand everything you do, you know, as an engineer or quant or data science. Um, but I get you as a human being um, and try to be very real with them. And so far, that's worked OK, um, I think. So. Jason, again, uh, appreciate your time. It's Jason Wooten, the CEO and co-founder at Motion Auto, and uh, really appreciate your time. Thanks, Josh. Appreciate it.